two, one. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we're breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. Catherine, that was pretty lackluster. There was such <laughs> low energy there for Sorry. our first guest. <laughs> I was in trying the to do stuff on the computer, too. Studio. Yeah. New studio, first guest. Yes. Sean Francis. Hello. It's Apex. a strong sounding name. It really is. That's Apex Home Design. <laughs> now, is that, a, is, that, is that your last name, Francis? Uh, yeah, I have three first names. Okay. Sean, Connor, Francis. Yeah, very Irish. Okay. Love yeah, that. So, well, but, they say uh, never trust anyone with two first names. You have three, no, I three. so I think it goes back. Yeah. No, it's even better. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, really trust You can know, trust me really well. Like if you have yeah. two <laughs> negatives, then they make, make a positive. Positives. But then if you do the third I think one. It, I think it ends up being a negative again. Exactly. Yeah. But in this case, it's positive. You have three first names. Correct. And really love that. Sean Francis. Yeah. 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 My name's Sean. Well, uh, My brother's yeah, name's Sean. Francis. And, yeah, and you guys spell it the same way too, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the only right way to spell it though. Yeah. Could you, it, could you imagine the S-H-A-W-N? No. I, no, that's just egregious. <laughs> just, I mean, it makes way more sense like phonetically, but it's egregious. What did what did Ant just say that about... Uh, he said Sean's short for Parmesan. <laughs> right? Parmesan. Like, Parmesan. Uh, I like that a lot. I like that. So yeah. I might start telling people. I do uh, love Parmesan. Yeah. You're, so you're an Irish guy? Uh, a little bit. You look uh, Italian. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I'm Maltese. Maltese? So, uh, yeah. Do you, you guys know where Malta is? Uh, I know the dogs. It's a, yeah, 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 I'm a, I'm a dog. Yeah. Um, no, there's a little island nation in the Mediterranean. It's like 60 Are miles. Pearls? Is that that? Uh... No, I don't think no. so. No, think no, no. Um, I'm you, thinking Mallorca. That's different. That's not yeah, a place. Maybe. Yep. Yep. No. Anyway, sorry. But we're, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we're like 60 miles off the coast of Sicily, but we're like its own own country. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I'm you like, been there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Like 25 times or something. Oh, like geez. Yeah. I've been going there my whole life. I have my whole, I have more family there than I do here. Really? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So. I'd like to go with you next time. It yeah, sounds amazing. Yeah. Come along. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. No, well, we're excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks First for having me. In the, in the new, 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 new studio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so you excited. Okay? I can't talk. Yeah. I just, you know, had a little bit of. We have the uh, same name. It's just super <laughs> yeah. overwhelming just, so right excited. now. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's bubbling over. And uh, I'm excited to get into this because I think you, you're going to have a, a similar, but a lot of also unique perspectives on uh, business and the trades and all that kind of stuff. I think yeah. we have, yeah. you know, a lot of similarities, but also a lot of uh, differences within our businesses that uh, we can get into, which will be cool. Yeah. Cool. Right. All right before we get into all cool? that, I just want to say yeah. back to drinking. So back we to are drinking. drinking. Well, I'm not. You guys are. What Why are you are drinking, you? Sean? Why aren't you? <laughs> Still on the 75 hard 75? thing, but we can oh. just gloss over that. What are you guys drinking? Okay. We'll do an update on 75R next week. Yeah, we'll go back to it next okay. week. <laughs> Rolling Rock. What made the you choose that this rockiest week? Rockiest of rolls. Uh, you know, okay, so here's the thing. I thought that I said 2 o'clock for the podcast. Did, oh. I, did I say one thirty? He said one thirty. Okay, so... Uh, so you told I me to. I got here I, at one twenty. I, I definitely sold. <laughs> yep, yeah. So I was I was going to be here around one thirty, which I thought, yeah. wow, I'm going to be early for once. Yeah. Then... Uh, Ended up being late, so I ran into the store and, uh, you know, Grab just figured. Rock. Just, just a grab-and-go situation. grab-and-go, yeah. Okay, love that. So, what are you drinking, Catherine? <laughs> polar seltzer. Nice. Polar seltzers uh, are ruby great. Ruby red grapefruit. How do you feel about polar seltzers? Are you a, are you a seltzer drinker? Uh, I am. Uh, in yeah. fact, we usually get polar, and uh, grapefruit is my favorite flavor. So, oh, uh, you want one of yeah. these, too? No, I'll probably chase this with that. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Good, uh, so. you know... Well, one two good. punch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I feel like if you drink Lacroix, you're just mm. you know you're just trying to act too fancy. When Polar has the yeah. best flavors, I, uh, I think. Yeah, I feel like Lacroix. It's just I don't think, it doesn't even taste other. that good. I don't know. It's so expensive. I like, it's the, like I know this is better. Yeah, and is it Lacroix or Lacroix? Lacroix, Lacroix. Lacroix. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. As you can see, we're getting into the really hard hitting yeah. stuff today. Right off the rip. Uh, all right, so. Let's talk a little bit about our guests here instead <laughs> of just uh, different beverages. Uh, Sean, so uh, yeah, you Sean. grew up in the in the trades, family family of trades people. Tell us a little bit about yeah. that kind of history. Sort sort of. I, I grew up on the like business administrative side, more on the white collar side, if you will. Um, so 
uh, well, it goes even earlier than that. My grandfather was a woodworker and he was like my main inspiration from getting into just working with tools, working with wood, um, making things. And uh, I had an uncle who was a union carpenter. So a little different uh, world of carpentry than what I'm into right now. Um, but still, nonetheless, it was carpentry work and uh, inspiration. But my father uh, started a flooring company in '96. Uh, and I kind of grew up just like holding the other end of the tape measure with him and going into houses and, you know, measuring floors. It was all mainly um, just measuring square footage and, and trying to figure out what product was going to be best and uh, selling refinishing jobs, new hardwood floor jobs. We got into carpet. We did a lot of staircases too as time was on, went on. So that was kind of the thing for, for a while. But uh, yeah, the whole time I just like, I don't know, I was just kind of board because <laughs> it was just floors like yeah. it was just the one trade and like that's cool I mean you know if if you have a passion in your craft with the one trade but like I would just always envy all the GCs that we were working for that got to like take just a old house and just make it new again and like be you know their hands were on the whole thing the, the yeah. whole time so um yeah so, so were you a uh were you a big part of the business, like growing up, like it's summers and stuff like that? Like, yeah. And you were just like, cause I, I imagine like, cause my dad had a construction company. So like summers I would be like, you know, picking shingles up off the ground and throwing them in the dumpster, like just doing like the really mundane labor stuff. And there was always an opportunity to like go in, make a couple extra bucks. Mm -hmm. Were you just sent right out to like measure stuff and, and do installation? Did he send you out with crews? No, I guess I did. Yeah. So I, I started off with demo and prep for the guys. Uh, I, even before I could drive, my dad would like, you know, I, I, on a Saturday, uh, um, cause I was in school, like yeah. I should be, <laughs> but on a Saturday, my dad would just drop me off at a job site and I'd go like pull carpet and it's just like, <laughs> and I would pull like the staples were the worst oh, yeah. part. So like the carpet and I, I started bringing friends too. Like he would pay me for the job and then I would just, you know, Sold call some out. friends and kind of like, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I give them extra cash and they come and give me a hand. But, um, yeah. So pull all the carpet, pull the padding. And then I was just pulling staples for like, uh, gosh, it's like giving me PTSD just thinking about it. The amount of staples <laughs> that I had to pull out when I was like 13 years old was just ridiculous. But, uh, then I got my license and I could drive around and pull more staples. And then eventually he started uh, showing me how to estimate, how to estimate, how to sell. Um, that, that, that's his strong suit. You know, yeah. uh, he, uh, he doesn't really know how to use a hammer, which is totally fine. Uh, cause he's got guys who do, Yeah. but man, he can, he can sell. He, he knows how to run a smooth business, a good, honest business. And, uh, that's, that's kind of like the main thing that I took away from it. Cause when I was ready to go off on my own, I mean, I had it like backwards from most of my friends, which that, that went off on their own. Like a lot of guys, you know, they learn the trade and they get really good at their craft and they're like, you know what, I can go do this for other people on my own, you know, make a little bit more money, but they just don't know how to do the business and, and like, and sell, Yeah, you know? So I think it, that was kind of like a fortunate, um, inversion on like what the usual story is. Cause then I could, you know, I, I, I didn't know what I was necessarily going to sell at times, but I just went out and sold it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes there's a little bit of fake it till you make it in the beginning on some things, you know, but not necessarily. I, I mean, as long as you had the right guy that could perform the task, Yeah. you know, I, I knew I could make it happen. So, but yeah, growing up through the, the flooring company was like a good setup, I would say for, uh, propulsion into what I, what I do now. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, uh, introduction into the owning my own business was pretty similar. Like you were saying you didn't really have like the carpentry like skills per se. Yeah. Uh, you had the business stuff and most people it switched. So I kind of went into it with no carpentry experience and also no business experience. So, you know, just, we're just, blind. <laughs> just going right into it. And, uh, I can definitely relate to the fake it, fake it till you make it. And it, it's, like you were, you, you were like almost like hesitant after you said it, like, you know, I know like we have the right people. And I, I always think the same thing when I tell my story about getting started, it's like, it was fake it till you make it, but it was like, it wasn't like, 
we're just going to like throw this together. It was like, you know, sometimes you say like, oh yeah, of course we can do that. Like, yeah. Do I know how to build a deck? Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. Right. And then like you go home, you do all your research, like you oh. make sure that it's done properly. So like, like so much YouTube. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's one of the reasons I started doing it. Like I learned so much off of YouTube that I want to, I want to do that too. And I think like I always have the same feeling when you say fake it till you make it. And then you kind of like have to like explain yourself. Like, no, I wasn't like, I wasn't just like out here, like hacking stuff together. It was, but I have the same exact feeling about getting started and like not knowing what you're doing and just figuring it out as you go, which I think is the most valuable skill that you can have in business. Cause you're always going to have those situations, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think it's also that, um, it's like that hustle muscle of entrepreneurship that just like, Hustle muscle. I like that. Yeah, I never heard that. You guys don't know what the hustle muscle is? Uh uh-uh. I I can I can that's put the, it together. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's this. It's a, okay. you know, like we have, you know, the skills oh, and we have the different. and and the knowledge. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we we have the we have the skills and we have the knowledge up here, right? Like mm-hmm. but but you know, to to kind of have that I guess like what fuels the ambition you got to work that hustle muscle. That's, that's in here, right? That's yeah. your heart. So like, I, uh, I think I just had that drive of entrepreneurship to kind of like, just like, all right, I, I don't know that, I don't know for sure that it's going to work out. Like, but I just, I got to go out there and find out and, um, or rather maybe like, I don't know what it's going to take, but like, whatever it is, I'm just going to go and do it right. To, to try to make it happen. Cause, uh, I guess like, and going back to working for my dad, um, you know, that you said you worked with your, for your yeah. dad and, um, and I, I'm, you used to work for your dad? I or? did not. No. Okay. Okay. All of my siblings did, but I did not. Okay. But your dad also in the trades mm-hmm. had yeah. a boat, boat building, bi- business, building yeah. business. Yeah. Yep. So, um, like the thing was working with my dad was, uh, it was nice because I had the opportunity there. Um, and like when I dropped out of college and like everybody thought I was like a huge failure for doing that, uh, like I had somewhere to go to do something. And I wasn't, you know, I, I w- wasn't like making really any, any money, honestly. It was just kind of like, here, like go, you know, pull carpet out. And then he was like, <laughs> here, okay, well, now we'll teach you how to measure, measure floors and all this stuff. I wasn't like doing that well, but it gave me an opportunity to like just, learn and see what he did. But after a while, you know, like working with your families, (laughs) (laughs) it gets tough, dude. I mean, like we, I love my dad. We have such a good relationship, but when you're just seeing each other like every single day and then like you're living in the same house oh yeah, and then you see each other when you go home and like sometimes you're driving in and going back together after like (laughs) all day, you just start to, you know, sometimes you get a little sick of each other and, uh, you know, uh, I guess so in 2018 was when I started Apex and that year was like the year of like, I was kind of like prepping and I like, I didn't know how to bring it up to him. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, I'm talking to our, our bookkeeper Vimala and I'm like, I'm kind of like spilling the secret a little bit, but I like, I don't want to tell my dad yet. And then finally I was just like, dad, listen, he's like, I know he's like, we're on, we're on the same page. Like this yeah. is going to be good for both of us, I think. So <laughs> like, I'm yes. sick of you two. Get out of here. <laughs> Basically. That's uh I can definitely relate to that because I didn't I didn't go to college initially. Like my plan was out of high school, I'm gonna work for my dad, I'm gonna take over the business eventually, and uh I guess I'm gonna be rich and you know, I don't know, I have this booming business. Yeah. And that lasted I'd say about about four months maybe. And then it was like this is the worst thing ever. I need to get out of here. I'm definitely going to college now. So, uh, went to community college for a while, but it's like, did you have, was the understanding when you went to work for him initially, like this is going to be the family business. Like I'm going to work here until eventually you want to retire. And then I'll be, was there any of that? Or it was just like, this is, this is a job right now. And, um, at first it was more like, okay, this is, uh, this is a job, but cause I was, I don't know. I kind of hit a dead end in college. I'm like, I don't really know what to do. Yeah. So, um, 
it was a temporary thing at first, but then I just like really started liking working with people, like just the interaction with different people every day from all different walks of life and just like helping them kind of get what, like, you know, be the guy that, okay, I want to do this. This is what I want. And like, I don't know how to get there. And like being the guy with the expertise to be able to make it happen. Like I just liked helping people like that. So, um, as soon as I did that, I was like, all right, well now I started to develop the idea. Like I, I, I want to do something like this. I want to, I want to get into business for myself one day. Um, but then for a while I really wanted to take over Alpine, my dad's company. Yeah. I wanted to take over the business and, uh, I, I just like reality set it. And I'm like, oh man, like I'm, how old was I then? I'm like, I'm 20 years old or whatever. Yeah. I was like 20 years old. And I'm like, my dad's like 50, like he has time left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's not just going to like sell me the business or whatever. And, and, uh, I had all this drive. I'm like, I want to try all these new things and all this stuff. My dad's just like, he's, he's a, he's on a good path. He's like coasting. He's like, you know, go to work, make money, have fun, you know, yeah. whatever. And, uh, I just wanted to keep pushing the limits somehow, but it was just tough too, because like I couldn't make the business decisions, you yeah. know? So, uh, that's what led to me finally leaving. Cause I was <laughs> like, I, I was like, I just want to go do something really cool. And like, you know, I've felt had held back, but um, he's still doing well. He's doing really well, actually, now that it, he kind of like downsized and he's making more money. So that's cool. <laughs> Best way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he like streamlined everything and he's like doing really well. Yeah. So um, does he like in your business, does he try to give you advice? Does he try to get involved? Does he? Uh, yeah, he had, he definitely advises me on things. Um, you guys touched on it in uh, like a recent episode too, just with like some customers who like are funny about like paying for things and, and, um, you know, I know you had like that one job where somebody, you know, paid for your design services and then like wanted money back after like all that hassle. Like my dad, like just is an expert with like navigating around all that stuff. Cause he's been through those same type of situations yeah. for 30 plus years. And so like when those things happen, like he's the guy I call. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like if I'm on a job and like, I'm trying to figure out how to get a makeup air in for a range hood and I have no space to bring it in or anything. Like I'm not calling him. He has no idea what a makeup air is. Yeah. <laughs> I just found out what that is. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. Anthony told us. Yeah. Cool. Cause uh, there's all these like vents outside. And we're like, what, the hell? Yeah, what, what are these that? vents in these new houses? <laughs> and, uh, it's code requirement. Yeah. That's one of them. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Good to, good to know that kind Air of flow. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Air is important. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> My hair, my house is just drafty, so I don't really like have to worry about that. Mine as well, yeah. <laughs> Mine's like so drafty. It's not. Um, my envelope is not sealed but, like a new house, so. Mine either, and you know what? Now that now that I'm thinking about it, and I don't know what spurred this. There's so many things at my house that the wind rattles that <laughs> could so easily be fixed. Yeah. I have a I have a vent on the outside of my microwave, like the it's above the range and uh, not hooked up. Maybe it is hooked. Yeah, you know, I don't even know. But there's like a metal flap on the outside. It's like a real old vent. And anytime yeah. the wind blows, it sounds like popcorn machines going off. And it's been like that since we moved in. And every time somebody new comes to our house, they're like, what is that? What is what that, that noise? Pop what is that, popcorn machine? <laughs> and it would be like so easy to fix. And uh, just haven't. Maybe I'm going to do that. Well, yeah. Maybe I'm going to do that. That's what happens when you try to do anything around your own house when yeah. you're in the trades. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't even try to. I'm just like, I don't, I don't do that. Yeah, I don't do that kind of stuff. I try to, I try to uh, lift with my voice at home. You know how I do that at work. Like, yeah, hey, uh, it, do this. I try to do that at home, but there's no way there to get it done. Sarah doesn't like that. Sarah doesn't like that. No, <laughs> Max, not, not so much help. Max, not so much help yet. <laughs> not so much help yet. Um, yeah, but. Was there, like, when you left working for your dad, was it, like, completely amicable? Was there any, like, hostility whatsoever? Oh, no. Yeah, no. It was, uh, it was a good mutual um, departure, and uh, he, he was really excited for me. Um, we still work together a lot. He's my flooring sub. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's, like, a whole other ball game too. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh Cause the thing is like, like there's always a job that they're doing something for us on. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of tough for me to go to family dinner, you know, on a Sunday night at my parents' house and <laughs> for my dad and I to like not talk business at the table. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's, it's so easy to fall into talking about work, but, um, 
yeah, no, he was super stoked for me. I was really excited and it was actually, it was going to help him out too, because like when I left, um, they, there was just like, you know how this happens. I mean, sometimes, uh, before you know it between like jobs with, with cash, you know, all of a sudden you get all these bills that rack up to your vendors and it's like, you kind of need that cash flow to keep everything moving, moving good. So like it kind of worked out cause when I left, um, he had some stuff that he was paying for and it was like between jobs and he had a, some big, big jobs that were like between payments. And it was like the perfect time. Cause then like <laughs> my salary that he wasn't paying anymore was like able to just kind of, he was yeah. like, all right, all of a sudden we're, saving that money. And now we can just like put that into these different things that he wanted. And so, uh, for a number of different reasons, everybody was happy. And I mean, my business is still like registered to his showroom. So really? Yeah. So technically that's like our office, even though I don't use it as an office, but like, yeah. it's like, we're, we're still connected. Yeah. I mean, he's also my dad, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to be a little connected, <laughs> little, little connected. There. So, uh, how, what was like the thinking behind you, you got out of flooring. Um, yeah. you wanted to just be more involved with, with everything and you do a lot of different things. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I know you've done on your website, you have a lot of different stuff, mostly kitchens and bathrooms. It seems like that's the bread and butter. Yeah. Um, what, what kind of like, what was it a, an evolution into that or was it kind of like, I want to start my own business and I like kitchens and bathrooms primarily like, or was it just, I'm taking whatever I can get and then whittle it down to, I like these two things. Yeah. So I think I just got bored of, um, being the guy just doing floors all the time. And, and, uh, I, I, I picked up a couple things along the way from other GCs that I was working for. Um, there were builders that were bringing us in for new construction jobs and I would just learn some stuff along the way. Any kind of like little nugget that I could pick up from any, any builder, um, I would just store because I, I just felt it brewing. Um, I felt like one day I would want to get into that. And, um, a couple years before I left, I, I started doing some renovations. So, um, basically we would go in, you know, I'd, I'd look at a job, I'd measure floors. And then it just so happens that the client would also be looking to do something else be like, Hey, do you, you know, you know, a trim carpenter, do you know, a painter, do you know anybody that can take care of these things for us? And, uh, we, we knew some guys in, in the business just from, you know, doing floors, we usually meet other guys on the job sites. So we had some friends in the business. So, uh, I would just start to sub them out. And, um, it's funny because thinking back to it now, like I never, ever did my due diligence and make sure like, were they insured? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a big one. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I didn't qualify my subs like I do now. And, uh, so there was a bit of a learning curve and there was some, uh, you know, jobs that we were ghosted on and things like that. But I just like little by little, I would just, you know, start to expand our services, but we weren't totally like advertising as that yet. It was just kind of like flooring was getting my foot in the door. And then like, we would just go and do other things until eventually it started to become like, okay, Hey, can you do my kitchen? And, like, I I wasn't a carpenter. Um, I dabbled. I learned some things from the guys on site. I knew how to install flooring, but, like, I couldn't install cabinets. I couldn't trim. Um, well, maybe base and shoe, but I couldn't do, like, coffered ceilings or any kind of, like, decorative paneling or anything like that. And, um, but, like, I would just find the guys that could, uh, whether that mean, like, just asking around at the local lumberyard. Like, yeah. literally, that's how I did it. Um, or, uh, just calling up builders that I worked with and like trying to see if anybody, anybody would be able to like, or would be willing to share some of their subs, you know, everybody just kind of like a lot of people just hang on to them and don't yeah. want to like yeah. share their info. So did that for a little bit. And then, yeah, like when I was, uh, 18, no, ni 19, I landed this like $350,000 renovation. <laughs> <laughs> And wow. you must've been good at sales. It, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that was, that definitely is my, uh, strong suit. Um, but man, like I was totally in over my head. I mean, just like so yeah. many things went wrong. I had, <laughs> I didn't know what fire stopping was and, uh, like we failed inspection for fire stopping. And then like the inspector taught me what it was and then <laughs> I had to fix it and like I delayed the job a week. And then, you know, I didn't know. It, that it didn't that wasn't where it ended it like went on from there like it, you know there's no nail plates on anything I wasn't I wasn't putting floor protection down throughout the house like I should have been I'm like oh like you're the plumber like don't you have runners like just 
run runners <laughs> all the way up to the bathroom or whatever it is. Like it was just kind of a mess, but we figured it out. We got through it. And, um, yeah, it was just kind of like, you know, that again, I, I cringe when I say it, but that fake it till you make it vibe that we talked about earlier, like yeah. that just kind of, that's how, that's how it started. And then, um, I felt super confident by the time I left. And so December, 2018 is when I formed apex and, um, yeah, like, like by, at that moment I was like, okay, I've learned enough from my own mistakes and some others for guys that we've worked on that I feel like I probably could be safe uh, if I start now. Like, I think I'll be able to make enough money to still support, you know, my wife's and my lifestyle. Um, and I think that, you know, like I, I probably won't get burned the way I, we got burned. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like it, you know, that, that's kind of, that's kind of how I got started. Um, so, and, uh, ever since then, I mean, listen, we're learning every day. Like, that's the cool thing about yeah. this business. Like, it doesn't matter. Like you could, like everybody wants to, anybody in this business that, you know, is a builder, is a builder, like, or specifically in your craft, like you want to become the best that you can be in your craft, but like, you're pretty much always learning. And I don't yeah. think we'll ever reach that full potential before we die of like, you are the possible like best deck builder in the world. And you know, every single little thing, because there's always another wrench that gets thrown into the mix at some point Yeah, that you got to figure out, you know? And Anthony would have to die first. I'll never, I'll never surpass him. So where is he? Uh, he he's, he's probably going to, well, you know what? He's probably cleaning up the uh, stone veneer that yeah. we left off. <laughs> but sorry. And it's probably going to listen. He never listens when it's just us. <laughs> but uh he's gonna listen to this one because uh he was he was pretty psyched that you were gonna be on so uh aunt sorry uh missy aunt but it was important <laughs> that we got here yep. yep 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 and even as early as we left yeah. we were still a little bit late so <laughs> thank god i didn't clean up that veneer so when you were selling these <laughs> jobs at 19 did you ever like run any, any issues with like customers and your age like did they ever oh every time they'd look at me and be like how old are you <laughs> and i'd tell them I'd be like i'm 19 yeah. Speaking of which, so how, how old you are you now? I'm um, 27. Okay. So, yeah. Can you ask that? Is that like a... I feel like that's like a... Uh, yeah, this is... Is that, is, is, that, is that rude? Can't ask me my age. Yeah. Uh, it was not... Uh, he answered on his own volition. He could have pled the <laughs> yeah. fifth, and I would not have been able to do anything about that, but uh, <laughs> he did <laughs> He did answer. <laughs> 27. Um, yeah, no, age always got in a way. Still sometimes does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can't really grow a beard. So like, I I have the baby face and it just will always be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good thing. Though. How did you overcome that? Did you just you were like, uh, just I'd just like uh, yeah, just honestly, a lot of guys they in this or in the trades. Um, well, okay, a lot of guys that uh, sell that you know like rely mostly on their subs, like I was then. Um, they just kind of go off of the whole, okay, well, if the client trusts me, then we're fine, right? So they only go off that trust basis. And, like, not a lot of guys, like, seem to really talk about all the particulars of the project uh, in, in grave detail. It's just kind of like – and that's kind of how I was taught to. Mm -hmm. Like, um, it was – that. that's kind of why I was selling the way I was in the very beginning. It was, it was, it was more of, like, okay, if I can get them to like me, right, which is a lot of, a lot of self-help books kind of talk about this, but, like mm – -hmm. If, if I can get them like me, then like they'll trust me and then I can, I got my foot in the door and then we can do whatever it is and I'll figure it out. But the more I found that I was talking about all this like construction terminology and stuff that I was just like recently learning, but like just constantly just kind of like running circles around their mind with all the stuff, they would just kind of be like, whoa, 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 all right. Like, like, like you're, I get you're young, but you obviously know what you're talking about. Yeah. And like, yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm going to get, but I'll know that I'll get it. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll do this with you, like that type of thing. Um, so I kind of had to do that because, like, it's kind of tough for you to develop that trust factor with a kid when yeah. you're talking about a renovation that you might only do once, maybe twice in your lifetime. You know, not a lot of people do renovations, like, regularly. Like, you, like we all live in this, right? We're always doing stuff for people. Yeah. But, like, for for the client... You know, that, you know, like when you go do a really nice backyard for somebody, that's probably the only time they're ever going to do that type of job. Yeah. So it's tough to listen to, you know, like a 19 year old kid and be like, like, yeah, here, like, here's my money. Go do it. Yeah. 
I th- you know. So it's like kind of a little bit of like overcompensating with the technical stuff and the mm-hmm. just to like prove that you do know what you're talking about. And I think I went through a lot of that as well. I was, I guess, was how old am I now? I'm, uh, I was like 26, I guess, when when I started and. Uh, you know, didn't have as much gray. So I looked a lot younger and it was the same kind of thing. You know, it's, these people are going to be doing this like once, maybe twice in their life. So you really had to like prove yourself that you knew what you were doing, that they could trust you because even with the, the jobs were a lot smaller back then, but it was still like a, a significant investment for those clients at the time. You know what I mean? So yeah. Uh, now we're doing much bigger projects, but the clients' means have scaled as well. So mm-hmm. those clients that were only spending thirty grand six, seven years ago, it was that was still an equal investment for them that a two hundred thousand dollar project is now for the clients that we're working for. So right. it's still like you still have to prove that same amount of of trustworthiness. Mm-hmm. And I think if you are younger, you have to do that through talking about the technical stuff because you don't have that like you know typical contractor look where you could just look at somebody and be like yeah. like if ant came in i'd be like this guy knows carpentry obviously <laughs> yeah, look yeah. at him he looks like a carpenter here you go um uh, no yeah, yeah you're you're absolutely right um and that was that was it. like now you know uh it's totally different now i mean you know, once you develop a portfolio, you have a reputation, um, you have an online presence that people can go to and kind of like just have an idea of who you already are before they even meet you. Like that's, it's totally different now. And it's a lot easier to close on projects than it was obviously in the beginning, but there was just no way I could get around it other than, you know, being, being young and in, in the business, like than than that. And, and the other thing too, that was like also kind of a, a, a challenge was like, it's not like they could, like if they went to go talk to my dad, who's the owner of the company or like some of the other sales guys that were working there, um, they couldn't like, like they weren't doing any of that stuff. They were just floors. Yeah. You know, there was no, like, let me talk to the owner about what's going on in this kitchen. It's not taken. it's not, or it's taking forever. Like, cause my dad's like, wait, what we're doing a kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah, but, um, now Nowadays, you know, we're, we're, we're having a lot of fun and we're, we're like kitchen and bath is our bread and butter. Um, we do a lot of, uh, like custom built-ins, um, millwork jobs. Those are my favorite. Cause like I can just get in and out and make something really cool and not have to like go to the township for it. Um, we're constantly going to the township for projects, but if I can like also do some where I don't have to deal with permits. Yeah. It's cool. Um, and we do everything like we do everything like by the book, too. So it's like I mean, we're not like doing anything that should be inspecting that wouldn't be. It's just it's nice when we can get those like, you know, an entertainment center, you know, in an existing family room, like stuff like that. Like I love doing stuff like that. Um, and yeah, so I think uh, I think that's kind of our niche right now. But sometimes we build decks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was pretty excited to see the. Uh, the covered deck project that you're doing because uh, I don't, I know I've seen some pictures of some decks that you've done, but I don't think since I've really been following you, I've seen uh, really anything besides mostly kitchens and baths. And uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's cool to see other people that are mostly doing that stuff to like, Oh, let's see what they do with, with a deck because it's, I think it's really cool. Cause you usually see like some, some interesting ideas and ways of doing things. Cause you're coming from like thinking about something like this is how we would do it in a kitchen. Let's do it like this on the deck. And you know, if you just follow like other deck builders and stuff, it's just kind of like everyone's not, everybody's doing the same thing, but it's cool to see some like outside of the box thinking. And I, I always see that with people that are typically doing other stuff like interior work. And then they go and do, a deck and like they're doing a lot of stuff how they would do trim work and it's like it's mm-hmm. pretty cool i always get a couple ideas from that so bar set pretty high i'm gonna be looking to you for uh for some inspiration <laughs> so don't disappoint <laughs> uh yeah well the cool thing that, that's the cool thing about carpentry though right like like once you understand the fundamentals it's like you can just go build anything you want yeah that's that's i i feel like i say that so often um because often it comes up they're like 
usually with friends, whatever you're, you know, you're at the bar, they're just like, how do you, like, how do you know how to build these things? And it's just like, once you figure out like, okay, like level plumb, square, true, like how to, yeah. how to use, how to use a tape measure, how to find an angle, how to, and it's really just comes down to, okay, well, how do these specific materials get fastened to each other? Um, things to worry about if you're outside with water and all that stuff. But like, once you understand the fundamentals of actually measuring and cutting things and how they get fastened, it's all the same. It's similar. Yeah. A bunch of different little caveats, but like, that's why, you know, like, yeah, we're building a deck. Uh, it's not really our thing, but like, you know, we understand, uh, we have a good understanding of what we have to do. Um, I've learned a heck of a lot of following you over the years. I don't know. Do you remember when I called you like three years ago, I was in trouble on a deck job. I called like, I just found, I think so. I yeah. found a number and I called you. Yeah, we, yeah. we had a, we had this one deck. This was like one of the first decks I ever, built. it was yeah, like four years ago. It was one of the first decks I ever built and, um, well for a customer. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we had, we, we built this like just one tier. It was like a, a 16 by 30, um, single, flat deck and uh she wanted a privacy wall on the left side yeah, <laughs> and, yeah i remember and yeah. i didn't like i already had decking down and we were putting the railings on and uh we did like four by four you know treated posts that yep. got the trek sleeves and yep. the transcend like plastic railings and all that stuff it yeah. wasn't like you know it wasn't a premier out there living job but it was <laughs> it was a deck and uh yeah so trex makes fencing yeah. And so we, we bought some fencing to put in her yard. We we're like, yeah, sure. We'll build you a fence. Like yeah. I've, I've never built a fence, but like, we'll do it. And, and then, and then she wanted to do that same thing as a privacy wall on her deck, but like, it was just so flimsy. Yeah. So I remember calling you trying to find out like, how do I make this strong? <laughs> what did you end up doing? I, uh, I do remember that. I cut through the decking and like, we dropped the four by fours down into it and just like blocked it out like crazy yeah. and just like added carriage bolts and stuff and just tried to make it as strong as possible. But it's tough because like, like in retrospect, I would have incorporated that to be one of the posts of the deck that went all the way down to the footing. Yeah. So it's yep. like really strong. Cause then it's got like, it's anchored and then it has like that midway stability of the deck itself. Yep. And then, you know, but this kind of ended. So like it had a little bit of like a wobble, yeah. but it wasn't like. It's for expansion and contraction. She, <laughs> yeah. And she was super happy. And yeah. she's like, she's one of those customers that like checks up on me just to like see how I'm doing and stuff. So like she's, awesome. she was great. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, that was like the first time we ever <laughs> talked. Funny. Was I yeah, was <laughs> yeah. You got to tell people like, it, yeah, a little like trees sway in the wind, so that if they were stiff, they would fall down. So this, it has some give to it. Yeah. You know, you got to have it's supposed it. to be well, buildings way. move. Yeah, it's got to exactly. Yeah. I'm reading, still reading a book about that. Yeah. <laughs> still not finished that book. No, no. Cameron no. Haynes okay. wrote about buildings. <laughs> no, no, no. Read that one. Got through that. Oh, really you got fast. through it. Oh uh -huh. yeah, yep. I endured through it. Nice. Um, yep. I've been doing audiobooks, but this book I'm talking about is right. about super tall buildings and it's a paper book. So I've been reading it for I don't know. You've been talking about it for like roughly five months, I'd say. Oh no, it's been longer than that. But it's so interesting. I really recommend it. You would you'd probably love it. What's it's called, it called Super Tall. Super tall. <laughs> and it's about super tall buildings. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So I Sounds think you'll like, like it. a really good book for me. Super <laughs> tall. Um talk to me about because I, I I've noticed you, you're doing a lot of like really high end stuff. You're doing a lot of like high design, high so, quality stuff like that. I don't, I don't know though. Like there's so much. It's isn't that crazy? Like I thought I was in. I thought I was high end for a little yeah. while, and then it's just like I see like what some of these other guys are working on, and it's like I, I feel. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm more like middle of the road. It, even and we're doing a lot. You yeah. Know? But like, um. It's, uh, sorry, finish your question. <laughs> I, I, I totally get what you're saying because like people will, like I, anybody that's like not at the level that you're at now looks at the stuff that you're doing and is like, oh my God, okay. that's insane. I can't even imagine doing that. But meanwhile, you're looking at, you know, people that are doing these insane custom homes and you're like, well, I'm nowhere near that. And that's how I always looked at it. Like, how could I get a big head about like, I don't know, we're just building like decks and patios. Like, okay. Like people are doing so much crazier stuff like building super tall buildings. 
So how can you get yeah. an ego about it? So I, I love where your head's at with that, but you still are doing really nice, awesome work. So thank you. Give yourself a pat on the back. Thanks. <laughs> Catherine, let's give him a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> let's give him a round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what, what is, what is that? How are you acquiring these jobs? Is it through mm. word of mouth? Are you leading the charge on design? Like, how is that all? Yeah, I, so I, I wish I was leading the charge on design. Um, it's it's tough because I get myself in, I just get myself into these situations where it's like, okay, like right now, right? Like it's a perfect example, and I know where it's going to go unless I can break the habit. But like, we're in this period of sales right now. Like, we're, we're not booked out really far. Um, I used to book out, like I would book up the whole year, and then I would drive myself insane because I'm insane because I'm like. Like, I don't want to think about nine months from now, like on all these jobs, when I have all these other jobs, we got to manage and design and all this stuff. So like now we're only, we're booked for a couple of months and there's just like, but there's like tons of leads pouring in and there's all this stuff we're looking at. And some of them are really cool jobs. And some of them are just jobs to kind of like pay the bills and, you know, we do it all. But, um, like I would love to be able to have the full charge on the design and, and do all that. But the fact of the matter is right now, based with our labor power, like I got to be in the field, um, more than I want to be. Uh, I love being in the field, but I would love to be able to like hop back in the truck and just like crush a couple things in there for like an hour or two and then jump back in. Um, need a van. but I, I haven't, yeah, I need, need a van. A van. <laughs> I need a van. I need a Tony. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need a Catherine. <laughs> These are all helpful things. Yeah. They are. Yeah. yeah. Like, they like really I, I, I need a, I need a fuller team. And, and I, re, we really do like last year we started working on, um, just like, like working with other people. Um, I, I'm part of a really, really cool team now of other like-minded contractors that, um, like instead of us being competitors, we just kind of like help each other out. We share labor. We, yeah. we share contacts. We help each other. Like, well, we'll literally go to their job sites and build with them. They'll come to my job, job sites, build, build with me when, when we're like in a dire need of like that extra help to get something yeah. done. Like we can go in and like crush out a whole kitchen install in a, in a day versus, you know, like Mark and I doing it over a period of a few days. Yeah. And it just like frees up the rest of that time in the schedule. So that's cool, but it would be really cool to have more of a solid team on staff where I could like focus on those designs. Um, but uh, the rest of the jobs that are, that are uh, like where, I guess where we're acquiring them would be, it's, it's mostly word of mouth. Um, I would say like, like how they actually hear about Apex is mostly word of mouth, like mm -hmm. just from our clients talking, but what kind of helps seal the deal is when they just see like what we have posted. Um, and like, honestly, I'm like on Instagram. I mean, you guys, you guys got this like lockdown. Like you guys are really good with like producing content and just constantly like making like, like I need to learn how to do that better. But you got like when you're on a job site, you can take like one stupid little task and make a cool video about it. And yeah. it's just like, it's really, it's like super satisfying stuff to watch. Like that's the cool thing about construction, right? Especially like when it's like really nice, pretty colors and the stuff that you guys are building, like it's, it's really satisfying. But like people, when I feel like my Instagram isn't necessarily me trying to um, acquire, I'm not trying to like acquire or like, or like find the lead through that. It's more like when the lead does come in, they see our Instagram and then like half the sales work is done because they see the product. Mm -hmm. They know who we are and kind of what our behavior is like. And, <laughs> and like, they feel like they kind of know our story already and kind of touching on that. It's like, it's funny. Cause it's kind of like, I've had clients say this before where it's like, it's almost like them hiring us is like them kind of wanting to be a part of the story, but it's not, you know, yeah. Yeah, we maybe I'm getting too deep to with that, <laughs> but no, I don't think so. But that's yeah, how we get our yeah. jobs. That's yeah. literally how it is. Like uh, the website is good too. And that's all just like professional photos and stuff. Um, but like the Instagram is like just a, a, a page that they can go onto and just see who we are. And uh, there's a lot of guys in this business who are much better than me at building and they've been doing it a lot longer. Um, but they just like don't represent themselves well. And, and it's hard for people to find them and like they'll hear about them, but there's a huge, huge, advantage you have over the competitor 
when they can like, you know, first thing that they're going to do is go on their phone and be like, all right, whatever, Apex on yeah. the phone there. <laughs> yeah. Like if they go and type in, you know, Sean Francis construction, yeah, uh, or as if another Sean Francis, like down, you know, <laughs> Joe Schmo construction, yeah, Joe yeah. Schmo's construction. Like, maybe if there's a website, it's yeah. like, you know, it's broken, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. something. It's you know what I mean? From and like yeah. instantly, they have that connection with you that they don't have with somebody else. Yeah. Did you, know? you by any chance mm-hmm. um, see a public speaking engagement at the Deck Superstore in Colorado just a couple months ago? <laughs> Because we talked about a lot of this no. stuff. Yeah. It's like you were there. <laughs> we did our, I don't know if we mentioned this, we did uh, one public speaking engagement. One. But there's probably going to be more. <laughs> yeah, they're going to come rolling but in now. But I think so, probably. Are you guys going to jail, see? Did we you are. say, are we going to jail? <laughs> are you going to jail? We are going to jail, see. Yeah. Oh, cool. right. yeah. we're, uh, we're actually doing a speaking engagement there um, as well. What day? Um, well, I didn't tell you about it, and no one else knows about it, but we are, yeah. <laughs> We're going uh, to. I was okay. going to bring a sound system and just kind of <laughs> stand on top I'll of something. There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, that's that's something that, that yeah. we've talked about in the podcast, and uh, we did talk about as part of our presentation yeah, on yeah. branding was there is a new word of mouth. It's a lot of times it is somebody in the neighborhood that says, oh, yeah, we used Sean Francis from Apex Home Design. And they're like, oh, that's great. But they're not going to, like go and be like okay what is what is this phone number let me type this in and hello sean i yeah. heard about you it's like yeah. oh cool what is it apex okay i am on their website cool like that is it might not be where the lead comes from but it's like there to like nurture that lead and then by the time they do call you if they do they've already kind of like made a decision in their mind of this is the type of company i want to work with you know, so like, right. like you said, most of the work is done. It's then your job to lose, essentially, as long as everything else kind of like lines up and makes sense and is authentic to what you've presented. So I think that's what that's what we try to do with our social media. It's like, and people do want to be a part of it. If you can kind of like portray that fun experience that they're going to have, the experience is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Until they find yeah. out that we're like fifty thousand dollars off from what their budget is. And <laughs> oh, well, that's <laughs> part of doing business. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, so that that's actually a good point. What because you're are you working alongside a designer? Um, are you kind of like designing it with the homeowner? Say, well, like a typical kitchen. Yeah. So uh, the most popular project basically consists of us starting off with some inspiration from Pinterest or whatever they find on Instagram and um, me getting a vibe for like what they like. And uh, I just kind of like help guide them through that. Um, We're not built right now to start, you know, giving like providing renderings, like full renderings of everything. Um, I would love to just like learn how to do all of that. Um, And, and I've dabbled, but I, I already do too much at home outside of work Yeah, that like if I were to throw that in, like then like I, my wife would never see me (laughs) like, (laughs) like, like I already try to, I'm like trying to make more time to be around at home. And like, it's just like, I need to figure out a way to remove remove myself to do that. But we do work with some designers. uh, But for the most part, I'm kind of like working hand in hand with the client. It's not like totally just, okay, Sean here, like design me a new space. Like I've done jobs like that and I love that. It's so fun. Like just to have that creative liberty and freedom. Like I, I love those jobs. Yeah. Um, but for me, that's kind of a rarity. And, uh, so I have a, a good solid network of vendors that when I send my clients out to them, like they know what I'm into and they'll know like Sean's going to hate that. So, so like I can, yeah, I can't go and hold their hands at like every single, uh, you know, the tile shop at the countertop, um, supplier, or like when we pick out cabinets and stuff, um, and we build a lot of our own cabinets. Um, it's just working with the customer. I am able to kind of control it better. Um, then if we work with the designer, great. Like I'll have, renderings to go off of usually and a plan and I just execute. And the cool part is usually like when you actually have like a a designer um, that's doing it, that isn't also like the builder. um, We usually end up doing more 
cutting edge type design. Yeah. You know, you see all, all this wacky stuff going on in like Bergen County that like, I, I just, I think it's cool to like get into some of that. Um, just like super gloss, like emerald green tile up the wall or something yeah. like that. Like fun stuff like that versus your typical like white and gray bathroom that everybody wants to do yeah. like where <laughs> I live. Yeah. Um, so, but I, uh, yeah, right now it's all just kind of a combination of me and the client and, uh, I, I, you, you know, I feel super, um, what's the word flattered about what you said before with like us doing like high end work and stuff. But like, I do always have this feeling that we could be better. And like, one of the things is I feel like we could really be more consistent in putting out like next level work instead of, I feel like on every job, there's always like that one thing that I'm like, ah, well the client wanted to do this, but it wasn't like, I, I kind of disagreed. Yeah. And we kind of settled on that one spot and it didn't, I feel like it kind of, stole a little bit of the light that this project could have had. Yeah. I think like you're, you're always going to feel that way. Like I, I always feel that way. I, I always look at what we do as like, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. I'm really proud of it. I think, you know, we're all, we're all doing the best that we can. We're all trying really hard to make a cool backyard. But at the same time, I look at it, I've only been doing this for eight years. And when I started eight years ago, like I had no clue what I was doing. So like, all I look at it is I'm just trying to get better as a designer, as as mm -hmm. a builder, as a leader at all these things. Like I, I, I don't know how anybody can have like a big head about themselves when there's just so much. It, it's obvious how much there is to learn out there and how much growth there is for everybody. And when you talk to people that that you look up to that really are building like insane things they always have the same attitude. Like they could be somewhere, you know, 10 levels above where we're at right now. And the people that get to that level, they're like, yeah, you know, I'm just, uh, there's a lot of people doing other cool stuff. You know, they have that same mentality and that's what helps you get there. I think. So yeah. I think even when you do get to that point of, of the people that you look up to now, you're probably still going to have that same attitude. And that attitude is what got you there. You know what I mean? Does yeah. that make sense? Make yeah. sense? Makes sense. Yeah. A little bit. I would say. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That's good. <laughs> we're all yeah. just we're still figuring it out, you know, every day. Yeah. Like even though that's the funny thing, like even an Instagram page might make it seem like we have it all figured out, but we don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just the highlight reel. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like uh, when you started the business, you were like now? I, I I mean, if you watch like our YouTube stuff, it's like mostly the entire thing is just like me acting like an idiot and like just being <laughs> like, what's going on? But like in the beginning, I really didn't know what I was doing. And I, I, I had to act like I knew everything. Now that I feel like I'm comfortable with what I do know, I'm comfortable with what I don't know. Now I'm just comfortable to be like, all of our portfolio kind of speaks for itself. This is what we provide. And now I can just be myself and act like a, a goofball yeah. and not worry about it. I don't have to like put on this like, facade of being like i'm a professional yeah you know? no absolutely we feel the same way i mean you you have to have fun yeah yeah like if you get if you make it serious and you take the fun out of it like you know i mean you guys are you guys do a great job with job site morale at least that's the way it looks <laughs> <laughs> but no that i envy that i mean like we we have a good time on the job too but remember like a lot of days it's just me and mark and when it's just two people like we we will keep morale up as much as we can but like when it's just two guys, the flow is a little different. And when there's yeah. a whole group there, it's just like, it's more fun in general. So when we, when I get those opportunities, when like I was telling you, like my, my friends that I work with a lot, um, when they, when they come in and, and work with us, like, man, that music's bumping, like we're crushing yeah. it. Like just everybody, it's just like, we have like, you know, we'll spend a half an hour in the morning, just like bullshitting. And then like, we'll go through and talk about what we have to get done. And as soon as we start, it's like, go, go, go. But like, we're just, we're moving, we're joking, we're having a good time. And like, yeah. you gotta, you gotta do that. And, uh, I definitely feel a little bit more comfortable now, uh, with, especially with clients. Like they know I'm a goofball already, like yeah. from Instagram. I mean, like I posted a, like I post, we did this job for this guy, um, at a Morristown and, um, really like cool job. We did, we've renovated, he had like eight bathrooms and we renovated four of them. Wow. And, um, and like, 
it was a very professional relationship with each other for like the first like month. <laughs> yeah. Like no joking. And like, he was just a very serious guy at first. Then I kind of broke through the ice and we started like joke around a, a little bit. And, uh, and then like I posted pictures of his bathroom and like, look, here's a picture of another room that people poop in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, that's how I advertised it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like, think, I think it's even more important with the type of renovations that you do. Like you're inside people's houses. Like, the yeah. person that they're going to let into their house, like that's an even bigger like part of the decision than it is necessarily for us. Cause we're outside, you know, we're, we're in the backyard. I still think it's super important, but like your personality is one of your biggest selling points. So I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people still do have that, that, that thought that they need to like act super professional and like be all buttoned up. And like, I think it's, it's okay. And it's, it's, good to like show your personality because that's part of what you're selling. You're yeah. selling the experience that they're going to have with you. Well, like we said before, you know, if, uh, you know, when they, when they kind of get an idea of who you are before you even show up for the estimate, like, or when they call you, you know, like part of that is them understanding they have to understand who you are. So when you just kind of like put it out there, yeah. you know, like, listen, we do really good work, but we're also like, it, it, it's okay to be goofy you know, and, and for them to, to see that, uh, I think it's an attractive trait that most people would probably get behind. I don't think anybody looks at, you know, us posting funny videos and, you know, like, um, like when you do the Q and a Fridays and like everybody's, uh, you know, like sometimes the answers are just like hysterical and it's just like, you guys are shooting the shit on the job site. Like I think most of the time, um, like when you guys do the Q and a Fridays and you guys are having a good time on the job site, I feel like when, clients see that they just, they, they want to be a part of that fun. They, so they, they like want you to be working at their house. Yeah. Like it's part of the experience, you know, it's not just getting the deck built. It's also, um, just like having that whole experience of you guys building the deck. Yeah. Like while you're there, I mean, I, I'm sure you've had this before, but like we have some jobs, not every job, some jobs are like that pure, just like professional relationship, like very cookie cutter, you know, like here, like here's my money, you build yeah. this, and <laughs> yeah. that happens. But um, like a lot of jobs, like, well, especially if it's a long one, it's it's super intimate because we're in the house, right? Yeah. And we're like, like the kids are getting ready to go to school and we're in there like building a kitchen. Yeah. And we make friends and become close with the family over time. And uh, when we go to leave, like we have jobs where they're like, oh, we, you know, we're kind of, we're going to miss you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, thank you. Like we're, we're like, we're happy that we can use this space again. You know, we handed it back over to them, but it's, uh, it's all, it's all part of it. It is like yeah. almost a little bit like awkward at the end when it's just like, yeah, it's like, all right, I'll never see you again. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, unless you have a problem with something, uh, I guess. Yeah. This is bye. I don't <laughs> know. We've been hanging out every day for the last <laughs> two months. Yeah. It is kind of weird. Yeah. I always think that's confusing for like the kids. Oh yeah, You're they're gonna like, probably be in therapy. Like, <laughs> there was this guy that was kind of my friend. He lived with us like for my, two months, and then my he uncle. Just left. <laughs> Catherine was sleeping for like in the two van. <laughs> yeah, the last family that we were, our van is just parked out there all the time, and they know that yeah. I drive the van. So they okay. like the one the son was like we left it overnight one night, and the son was he was like invite Catherine in for dinner. She's still here. She slept <laughs> oh. in the van. Like <laughs> he was. Like, very, you thought you were just yeah. sleeping he in the so driveway. Yeah, he was so concerned. He's like, what did you eat? Did you have? snacks in there like you were here all night it was really cute yeah it's cute <laughs> well we're, all right yeah we're up at our happy hour but i do i need to ask about the pilot thing oh You're, we didn't even talk yeah. about that i know i've been dying oh to ask about it we so, kept talking about how we were gonna talk about yeah, that i know so you're taking flight lessons? Yeah. Uh, so that is other than uh, carpentry and building things. That is like my other passion is uh, uh, aviation. So um, I actually just took the FAA uh, private pilot written exam yesterday. I passed. Congratulations. Okay. Thank you. Um, so next is my check ride, which is in a month. And then uh, assuming all goes well, uh, then I'll be a private pilot. Yeah, That's so, so cool. Yeah. What, how, how did you get into that? What made you want to do that? Uh, my wife and I have, well, I've traveled a lot, um, throughout, well, like I said, I was, you know, like flying to Malta, uh, like that, but also like I've, I've been to other parts of Europe and stuff and like some places over here. And, um, my wife and I, like every time we travel, I'm always like super geeked out by everything with the airplane and I love flying and like, I love when it's turbulent. Yeah. <laughs> 
like she hates it and she's like grabbing my hand with a death grip but like i love all of that everything about being in the sky uh so for my birthday uh like four years ago she bought me a discovery flight at my local flight school and then i i went and i i did a discovery flight i loved it and uh you know i was training in a cessna like 172 um and what's the discovery flight that's that's like your first flight to see if you like flying. So they just give you the keys and they say, go take it for a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you, you get in the plane with a CFI or or usually with an instructor, a certified flight instructor. You, you fly with them and they'll take you up for like 30 minutes over. They'll take you to see your house if you're local. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, you look at, you find your house and stuff and it's fun just to give you a sense of what uh, like flight is really like. Because, like, you, you know, on a 767, it's like totally different than when you're in a small airplane. So, yeah. Um, so I did that and then I started lessons and then I just kind of like couldn't afford it. Yeah. Uh, so I stopped and then, uh, last year I decided to get back into it again. Um, and we, we, we live in a neighborhood like right next to my airport that I fly out of. So it's like, it's close proximity and it's super, um, just convenient to like, I mean, could literally walk like right up to where I, you know, um, where the office is and, um, yeah, so I started taking lessons again last year. I got into it, and I just went, like, full force this time and um, fly every week. Uh, it's a lot of ground school lately, more than flying the last few weeks because I had to take the test, and now I'm prepping for the check ride. And I got the flying part of it down. I can yeah. I can fly <laughs> wherever I want by myself because I'm a student pilot. Um, but if I want to fly, you know, my wife and I somewhere in our future we also have a kid on the way. I don't really? Know. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, we gotta, yeah. so we're, uh, we're, our daughter is going to be here in June. Oh, oh nice. So, a lot of, lot of things happen. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's so much. It's like too much to take in. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, so like if I want to fly them anywhere, you know, we can go on a trip for a weekend to Nantucket or something, you know, we could just fly there instead of having to like book an airline and. And what, you just rent a plane or. Yeah. Or you just take one. I just steal it. Yeah. 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 And I'll just go. bring it back. I, I don't know if I'll bring it back, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the idea. But uh, it's like, it's all, it's the whole, it's the whole idea of like, you know, getting from A to B, like having it, it's so much more fun when you're the one doing it and you're in control yeah. and just like, I'm totally in love with flying and uh, huh. yeah, like there's nothing, there's nothing like it. Like, especially when like w the feeling when you have your first solo. And you're like, the, your instructor's not in the plane anymore and you're up there by yourself and you're like, wow, like I could die, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> uh, or I could like safely get back to the airport and one or the other, yeah. <laughs> and, all the dice. but if I do safely get back, it's because I did it, you know, like that feeling that like that you get when it's like, okay, I don't have somebody to take over. It's just like <laughs> changes everything. And, and when you know you're in charge and you're flying it, cause you know how it's just like, it's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Are you like an adrenaline junkie in other ways or is this like, that's your outlet, the flying? I'm into motorcycles. Okay. That's not, I'm starting to wean off of that because of the flying. It's also motorcycles aren't very safe. Um, very dangerous. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I still like riding my bike, but it's flying. You don't have, when you're flying, like the cool thing is like, I could like fly in one straight heading for a pretty long time as long as I don't get any other airspace and I'm probably not going to hit another airplane. Right. <laughs> but like when you're in a car and you're in a motorcycle or anything, you know, you're there's traffic all around you. There's stuff all the time. You have to stop at stoplights. You have to do all this stuff when you're up there, you're just soaring and like the whole world is below you and you're just like in your own world. That's pretty crazy. So it's, it's a cool, it's a cool feeling. So uh, I, as far as the adrenaline goes, I think that's, it's really more from the, from the flying. I, I've never gone skydiving. Have you guys? No. no. I feel like once you're a pilot, you probably want to just stay in the plane. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I would love to fly the skydivers up and let them jump out. But yeah, um, it's probably dangerous if you're the one flying and the one sky. <laughs> and then you skydive. Yeah. That yeah. would be yeah. <laughs> That's not ideal. Probably. But I, one thing I did learn uh, just like a couple weeks ago, uh, one of the people that was on the trip in, in Cabo is big into flying airplanes. And he was like looking at, he was showing me like planes. He's like, I want to buy a plane. Yeah, and he was like showing me pictures of them and stuff, and they they have plane parachutes. Yes, it's a parachute for the whole plane. So, what? yeah, it's a parachute. You know how it works, like on a person. I, yes, I do. I guess it's bigger. <laughs> yeah, it's called a cap shoot. Cap shoot. Yeah, 
It's in like the it's like a cat like basically on the top of the fuselage like a cap will pop off and then a parachute comes out. You have to be at like you have to slow the plane down a lot, you know, to almost where it's going to stall and like fall out of the sky. You don't you can't do it at like full speed. The chute will just like rip. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But like god forbid something happen, you had engine failure or whatever and uh you couldn't make it back to an airport or a safe field to land in, you could technically pull the chute. Uh, it's, it's a Cirrus SR-22. Like, the Cirrus aircraft are, like, known for that. That's, like, their thing. That's what you're showing me, yeah. Cirrus, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're a very expensive airplane. Yeah, this one was about 250 grand. Uh, that's cheap for an airplane. It was a used one. Oh, okay. It was that's a used model. That's probably an SR-21 if they had it. Well, the SR-22s are, like, you can't buy them now. They're like a million, what about a like million dollars? Do you think yeah. you could hop hop into a fighter jet and fly it? Or is it totally different? <laughs> Um, I don't think I even know how to start it. I don't know the ignition sequence, but if you like plopped me in a fighter jet, like while it's in the air, while it's already flying, I'd probably do a better job than like you. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I'd be like, I don't like it. But I'm not saying I would do a much better job than you. I just think I would do, I think I'd be able to handle it somewhat, but it's totally different. They fly by totally different, like, uh, I, I, so many details to it, but they're, (laughs) Like, like my, like, is there a steering wheel? Kind of. Yeah. It's a yoke a, or a control wheel. You call it, or, you know, some planes have sticks. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just a, it's a yoke. And like, when you turn left, uh, the plane banks to the left, you turn right, the plane banks to the right. But then if you want to like turn it left like this, like that's called yaw, you use your rudder oh. on the back on the tail. Like sailing, and then yeah. if you pull, if you pull up, you know the nose will pitch up, and you you or pull back, and you push forward, the nose will pitch down. Huh? Yeah. So sounds terrifying. There's no, way you. more to it, but it is. Cool. Yeah. I'll take you flying sometime. No, no. Why not? No. There's an know, airport sounds, near here, right? Uh, there's a bunch Mount of them. Laurel, yeah. 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 Uh, no, thank you. Or flying W. It would have taken me like I looked it up. It was South like Jersey 20 Regional. minutes from oh, my house to here. Yeah. That would be pretty. Hour and 30 minute drive. But then you'd still be like 25 minutes away and you'd have to rent a car. I don't know if they have like an Avis rent a car there. We could have done that. Plus the alcohol, um, like percent, what is that called? The blood Uh, content, whatever. Yeah. Lower. Zero percent when you fly. Yeah. That's probably Mm, a good, good bet. Yeah. Yeah. That seems safe. All right. Well, we're at the happy hour. Uh, I feel like we could talk forever. I know. We Should could. we? Yeah. Should we just talk forever? <laughs> we could. We could. <laughs> Until we expire. I'm not going to Me either. Um, is that it? I guess so, yeah. I guess I that's mean, it. Yeah, unless we keep talking forever, but... I, I think... I think we'll... You know what? Maybe we have them back on. When you get your... It's pretty When local. you get your, uh, your plane... I'll fly down here. Yeah. Yes. And I'll drink seltzer. And we will... We could bring the podcast stuff to the airport and we could do it Outside of a plane. We could do that. That would be crazy. We could literally do it like right out of the airplane. That would be really sick. That would be really cool. Let's put that on the schedule. Uh, But Sean, seriously, thank you so much for for coming down here. Uh, It was awesome. I think a lot of people are going to learn a lot from you and uh, your story is going to resonate with people. It did with me. Yeah, for sure. I will take this with me. Shout out your handles so people will know where to find you. Uh, Yeah, so we're uh, on Instagram. It's at Apex Home Design. Okay. Solid the name, follow. name of the company. Yep. Yeah. So um that's it. And or or apexhomesnj.com. Perfect. Nice website, by the way. I did check that Thanks. out today. Yeah. So uh all right. Well, till next time, this has been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week. See ya. <laughs>